0: hello hello here we are back in the actual studio not the laundry room uh with will and anna and we have a few more questions for myself so many more questions
1: except (laughs) these won't be quite as personal Uh, this is more about yeah the the stuff we're supposed to be talking about like uh, health and fitness and um anna i don't what's your exercise history have you been somebody that has exercised a lot throughout your life
2: not really. I mean, I, I played sports in high school, and so I had to work out, but it was kind of half-heartedly. And, um, and then in college, I, kinda, I did intramural sports okay. in college. and are fun. Yeah. And then there's been times in my life where I worked out religiously, and then I kind of slacked off and didn't work out at all. Um,
1: like, what kind of workouts? When, you talk, like when you're working out religiously, what are you doing?
2: Uh, like, mostly strength training. Okay. Um, I'm I'm trying to pick up more cardio, now, um, and I'm always I'm I'm very interested in um, nutrition and stuff. Right. I used to want to be a nutritionist. Uh, a. So how do you think that? Do you think that food is is very like diet is very important as far as fitness goes?
0: Oh yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that I myself I, I tried out um, Renaissance Periodization RP nutrition. Um, there, it was awesome. Uh, one of my misfires recently was my nutrition. Um, and, and before I wanted to put in the actual work physically, I wanted to make sure my nutrition was up to standard, <laughs> uh, to facilitate the, the goals that I had. Uh, so I reached out to those guys and they really, really helped me out. Uh, in You know, I actually got to see Mike uh, of RP present, you know, why their nutrition protocols and, you know, for all of their templates work and where you fall short or where you're likely to fall short as far as nutrition and, and just your overall diet and intake. So nutrition first for me and then exercise second. They they go hand in hand, and really you can't have one without the other if Mm -hmm. your goal is you know if you have a fitness goal. Right. Weight loss wise, Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: and you can completely correct me, but my assumption is that it's like mostly your diet, and then exercise plays a much smaller
0: part in that. Um, we can look at it two ways. Uh, and and this is how we do our intake as far as like what you need to do uh, or what you should do. Uh, It would be one, what are your goals? How quickly do you want to meet that time or what that time frame looks like? And ultimately you need a caloric deficit. So to get that we're either attacking it specifically through diet uh, and your nutrition or a combination of both. So if I'm Like take myself for instance, I'm doing their physique program and I wanted to lose. And I wanna lose 10 more (laughs) before the marathon. Uh, So it's a combination of a caloric deficit as well as a specific exercise prescription. So myself, growing up, I
1: was that like skinny kid that could eat whatever I wanted and did not put on weight. And I found myself in my late 20s not even really noticing it but all of a sudden if you look back it pictures me it's it's silly like I mean I wasn't like fat but mm-hmm. I so it through the radio station right. uh, when I turned 30 I was like oh I should get a gym sponsorship and like have a personal <laughs> trainer because I didn't know what right. to do like to right. gym I didn't know what how to use the machines and the weights and um, so I did that the whole hinge thing and I stuck to it and I told the guy I was like hey I want to like have abs and stuff. Like I've never done that before. Um, and so he basically, it wasn't even a diet. I just did right. like a, a food diary for him. Like basically just kept told him like, here's exactly what I ate mm-hmm. in these seven days. And he's like, all right, we'll just modify this. Like take this out and stop. Yep. So I like stopped putting cheese on things. Uh, I stopped using mayonnaise. I used a lot more like mustard uh, with the stuff I was eating. I'd stop stopped eating chips. Instead I would eat a vegetable right. with, uh, with my sandwiches. And for the first four weeks of working out, I was frustrated because I was like, I'm not seeing like it was the working out was getting easier for me, but I wasn't seeing any results. Right. And then all of a sudden, it was like a light switch flipped, and I started losing weight. I lost 40 pounds, oh, and it was one of those things that the results were so fun to watch that I would not do cheat meals, right. like nothing. I remember one time, and this was months in, I went to a Mexican restaurant and I had chips with a salsa which now of course I do all the time, but that was, I did that and I immediately went home and ran like two miles just to, I was just so obsessed with it. Because once you see those kind of results and you've never had that in your whole life, but I have to, you know, just as an adult, your metabolism changes. Right now I have to watch what I eat or I would put on a ton of weight no matter if I'm working out or not seemingly.
0: No, I mean, you hit it on the head that uh, as we age, you know, there's some processes that change and slow down. and we're just not as efficient, uh, just to, to be honest. But um, it's, I don't want to say it's easy, but if you're able to actually look at your intake, like, you know, I work with a, a dietitian, and he created a like a three-day tracking sheet that I'll hand out, we'll assess it. If we can get at least three days, and I'll I try and get the weekend because I want to see, you know, splurge, let's see what you got. Um, and then we make small adjustments like you said just tweak it a little bit mm-hmm. and it goes a long way and that frustration that you talked about as far as you're putting in the work and you're not seeing the result and then in that magic hour where it's like boom it's crazy oh it's it's if you can do it for that first month consistently mm-hmm. the rest of the time you will be driven by your results yeah i mean unless you're you may not really be human. No, totally. <laughs> it, the, the, by the way, the
1: losing 40 pounds thing, I
0: was too thin. Right. I mean, it really was. Now looking back at that, those pictures, it's like, dang. Well, that's where, that's where it helps to have a professional. Right. Um, because, you know, uh, even getting back to the, the RP nutrition, um, I have someone overseeing it, and they know where my goals are. And if I start to slide a little too fast, then we can adjust uh, and, and pull back. Um, if, if I let it go but uh, just having that that extra set of eyes to look over it and be like hey look you're, you're doing great stop <laughs> <laughs> you know or hey go out and I've had to do this to a, a, you know, a few clients like hey go eat and enjoy it mm-hmm. what do I do about the holidays that's the big one what do I do about the holidays do I need to not eat no like you're causing stress that's actually going to retard your progress like go and enjoy it enjoy your family time have a great time eat whatever we'll clean up if we need to yeah it's all a mindset too yeah because I mean that's the thing is once you for me this is
1: just speaking personally once I decided (laughs) in my brain like hey I want to meet these goals and I want to eat healthy it was easy and I enjoyed it it's now like it's times when I'm not fully committed and I can't really wrap my brain around meeting these goals that that's when it's hard to eat correctly
2: I will say um, I want to go home and enjoy, you know, the holiday meals and stuff. And I had that mindset for Thanksgiving. Um, I'm basically pescatarian, just so okay, just you. so you know. Um, now, look, so.
1: of course, uh, I know what pescatarian is, but the, the stupid <laughs> listeners, they probably don't. So explain what pescatarian is. Uh,
2: the only meats that I eat typically are eggs and fish. Mm-hmm. I eat lots of vegetables and fruits and stuff. And um, I grew up on a... a with meat cattle, right. so we always have cow in the fridge and um, so lots of red meat for the holidays. And so I, I ate just whatever for an entire week while I was home and I felt disgusting for yep. like the entire month of November.
0: And you won't do it again. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm
2: gonna try not to. I have my fingers crossed for right. Christmas holidays. I'm not gonna do that, I'm not gonna do it because I just, I felt horrible. It really makes a difference.
1: Yeah, so we're talking about eating to lose weight, right. uh, but a lot of people now you see, especially it's become uh, uh, trending at least where people are, are muscular and they're right. and, and girls especially. I mean, I think Instagram plays a big part of this, <laughs> it right? Does. And you you see these girls that are now proud of shapes, and mm-hmm. they're talking about like, hey, you need to
0: be eating more calories, right? right? Yeah, no, it. You know, if you're looking to gain, it works both ways. You know, either, well, I won't say both ways, but if you're looking to lose, you need a deficit. And if you're looking to gain, you need to match, at least match your output, but you need a surplus of of calories. So uh, more than you're burning. But is a calorie a
1: calorie or does it need to be a good calorie? Because it seems like if you just ate junk, then you're not going to be putting on the muscle, but you'd be putting on fat. Am I wrong with that?
0: I prefer quality. Uh, so the more nutrient dense your intake, the better you' are off your, you'll be long term uh, that's where we can for the most part avoid um, like the uh, what do you call it the diseases we run into like diabetes mm-hmm. and whatnot because you're not slamming down five big Macs you know just because you can, because it meets your calories. Uh, but um, you know, with both of you talking about the gains and losses, and then you know wh- whether you feel good or, or not, like it, it comes back to. And um, Mike with RP, I hate uh, I don't I hate it, I love it. But coming back to one of his presentations, um, and I talked to him about it, he introduced the hedonic staircase to weight gain or weight loss. So essentially, you want to feel pretty good about your weight gain and weight loss as far as your caloric intake. So we're not going to, kind of like you said, you just kind of tweak it and take a little bit out. We still create a deficit. It doesn't have to be that, oh, you need to you know, have a 1,500 surplus deficit to lose X you know pounds over X time frame. It's let's just take away a little bit and here we go we have a slight deficit over time like that four week period now we've created a large deficit and we see results and you're more likely to stick to it you're more likely to adhere to like your nutrition and whatnot and honestly it's easier to make the adjustments um i remember my the first trainer he told me because i i like bourbon
1: i like right. my bourbon and i said same here i said look you know obviously that's a lot of calories and Empty calories is what people call it sometimes. Um, I was like, do I need to cut that out or whatever? And he's like, you don't want to be miserable. He's like, you know, you want to keep some stuff that, you know, may be the quote-unquote empty calories, but that is going to keep you happy and enjoying. And he's like, look, if it gets to a point where you can't lose weight, then we'll readdress that and see. And um, I thought that was important. I always remembered that of like, you don't want to make yourself miserable or you're not going to follow through.
0: Yeah, no, that's where your fad diets. I did the air quotes, uh, that's where your fad diets really screw you over. Um, you know, you, you start off almost just like crashing into it where it's like, hey, look, I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do that, I'm not gonna do that. And it's like, okay, what can you do? And it's like, I don't know, I just know I can't do this. And you, you start to focus on it, it's more so negative as far as like your focus instead of what do I get to do or how can I change this um, to help create that deficit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like seeing that, I wish I could hold up the, the picture of the staircase he used. Um, it, it's just a, a slight loop. Like, for instance, I know there are a few that aren't familiar with RP, even though they follow me and they should know what all is going on and what goes on with that, that program. Um, but initially, we just get our nutrition standardized. So it's, it's macro-based, so I track my fats, carbohydrates, proteins. They send me the template as far as how many grams of fat, protein, carbohydrate I need per day, per meal. It's broken down like that. For four weeks, I prefer four, uh, that was kind of my, I didn't read all the directions, let's be <laughs> honest. All right, but uh, for four weeks I followed that. My weight started to tick down and once I held it solidly for a week and a half-ish, maybe um, two weeks, um, I went to the first cut. And on the first cut, what did they take out? Um, it would just kick back a little bit on, um, what's it, fats, I believe? Yeah, it was fats. Uh, just kicked down a little bit with the fats. Nothing crazy. But like you said, like the weight started just shaving off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it plateaus a little bit right before the plateau like i, I noticed my weight I track my weight uh, just because i'm 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 not very obsessive about it uh, and it's more so it lets me know where I am hydration wise but um you know just kind of two twofold this time and uh once I started to level off um I went to the next cut which was <laughs> more intensive we cut back fat, fats and carbohydrate oh no, no 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 that was uh yeah. We cut down on carbohydrates a little bit. Fats were almost out, I believe. Uh, So that was rough uh, (laughs) uh, from a a mental functioning standpoint, but I still felt great. Uh, I I did the
1: 30 days with no carbs thing one time. Here's the problem with that. I would find myself on a normal exercise for me, like Mm -hmm. i go out and try to run, uh, run a 5K, which is something I would do three to four times a week. I would, at a mile, all of a sudden be like completely out of energy and have to stop. Yeah, you'll bonk. Which which had not happened to me before. So I guess I could tell it was working, but at the same time, I was not pleased with the lack of strength and endurance I had.
0: Right. And that's where you run into like the, you know, does it make sense for your day to day? Um, Because if I'm an athlete and I need to get down, and this can be a hairy topic, but like if I need to get down... I need to make sure I'm able to perform uh, and if I'm cutting all my carbohydrates because you know it's a fad going around that hey we're all gonna cut carbohydrates because carbohydrates are bad it's like that's stupid like that's our main one of our main energy sources if not and without it you cannot perform it's the truth
1: no <laughs> doubt um, all right and quickly uh, before we go for this one no. accountability <laughs> it, it's important when you I think if you are dating someone or in a marriage or in, in right. a relationship, um, I can't imagine how tough it would be if the <laughs> other person doesn't watch what they eat or right. doesn't exercise. It seems I, I don't know. I so, I don't know even the quest what the question is, but I just feel like that's an important
0: thing for people. It really is. Um, you know whether it's the, the, your peer group that you surround yourself with uh, similar to like our boot camp classes. Yeah. Um, or, you know, it's your marriage, (laughs) your partner. Like, if it weren't for, like, my wife, she's fitness-oriented as well, and, you know, she'll call me a fat ass or say, like, (laughs) hey, smack something down. Like, hey, I thought you were on a diet. Aren't you supposed to be? You know, and and she really holds me accountable. Like, you know, if I'm like, hey, I can't or I'm cutting out alcohol because I want to, like, I want to bring my abs out we'll drink everything out of the house and we won't buy anything else, you know? Um, and just, it seems like, you know, eating right and
1: exercising is hard work. That right. is hard work that it you is. put in uh, for results. And a lot of times you're doing those results to, to be healthy and to look good for your partner. And if your partner's not doing that, I think it, that can lead to unhealthy situations in your relationship as well. Cause there's
0: resentment and right. um, yeah. No, you no, you're hundred percent correct. Um, uh, a degree of transparency. Of course, it's always great in a relationship, but, um, you know, just voicing why you feel how you feel uh, on either side. Um, If you need a mediator, grab a mediator. Uh, (laughs) But, like, communicating goes a long way in those instances. I mean, even, like, you know, saying, uh, hey, look, come with me and do this. We'll start off at, you know, this level. Um, You don't have to keep up with me or, you know, just encouraging and over time, uh, I have some clients that have done that uh, in their relationships where they, fitness is what they do um, and not so much for the other. Um, and, and just over time and the consistent, hey, look, come on, not just a, hey, you're fat, get out there and run, or <laughs> like, oh, it looks like you gained some weight today, but like a, a conscious effort to help them find something that works for them. Yeah, uh, it, it goes a long way.